Now recording. Craig is in the building. All right. We've been gone for a while. Yes. But we are not gone for good. And I think the universe was trying to stop <laughs> us from coming back. But <laughs> we're back. At the some technical difficulty, we're back. We're back. Welcome to MVP Podcast, also known as Most Valuable Photography Podcast. This is MVP 15. Yes. And I'm Clay. And I'm Devon. And welcome back. Uh, MVP stands for Most Valuable Photography. This is a podcast where we sort of delve into the, well, there's a, a, a semi-pro Clay and pro Devon. We delve into our processes. Yeah. And I think it's just, um, you know, an, an egoless perspective on photography. With a little bit of gas every now and then, but (laughs) well, the gas is you know that's a sickness, so we you know (laughs) we treat it as such. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I think just approaching photography from a more open-minded standpoint rather than a standpoint of you should be or you have to type of attitude that we find a lot with um, creative outlets. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we we take the path of not beating you in the head with what you should do, but giving you some sort of insight in, into what we do do and stuff that does work. Right. And uh, we are still in a COVID times, um, but uh, we will we'll sort of talk about what, what, what you're doing, because I, I'm, I'm not really shooting as much, uh, what you're doing post in between COVID times. Yeah. Um, well, I, I, I take COVID seriously. Mm-hmm. I'm... You know, I believe the science and I don't so I don't just to preface it, I don't subscribe to this is all a government hoax and all that. I really think um, it's going on. I've seen people suffer from it. I know people that died from it. So um, I take it quite seriously. Plus, I have a um, in 83 year old mother. So I have to be very mindful because, you know, they're high risk. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I have children, so it's just, you know, playing it safe in this COVID world and things are different. And I think that's the biggest thing as a photographer um, coming to accept and just in general that things are different. Um, Spoke in the last podcast about having to give up my studio and finding new ways to continue my business. And I think, you know, the world is, you know, pivoting. And I think that's the statement that um, or the topic that everybody's talking about. It's like, how do you pivot um, in this new normal? Because I don't think anything is going back to, you know, what we would now call the good old days. <laughs> like, you know, um, you know a, a guy said this to me. He was like, older gentleman. He's like, you know, I was telling my wife to get used to the mask because the masks aren't going anywhere. He was like, remember we didn't used to wear seatbelts? No, and I wow. was like, you know what? That's wow. true. Mm-hmm. You know, and I remember when they, um, I'm dating myself, but <laughs> I remember when they were making the seatbelt laws, you know, state by state. And, you know, there was a lot of pushback. Mm-hmm. 
you know, cops didn't want to wear seatbelts because they said it um, when they buckled it, it covered their gun. There was a whole bunch of things that people wow. were saying and reasons, um, you know, and, you know, again, going with the science that, oh, you'll be safer because the amount of people that survive a crash because they're ejected from the car because they're not wearing a seatbelt and the amount of people that, you know, have to be cut out the car because they're stuck in the seatbelt, you know, so there was all these arguments. And I guess it's the same arguments we're hearing um about wearing a mask not wearing a mask and the thing i'm facing you know trying to continue my business is everybody has their own philosophy mm-hmm. so you know you show up to a shoot i'm still wearing my mask i'm still social distancing but my, some of my clients aren't mm-hmm. you know they've lifted some restrictions here in new jersey because our numbers had gone down we were all actually very low at one point but it's as soon as here. they um not no, not near dangerous numbers, but concerning mm-hmm. um, that they're starting to see cases again. And, you know, I guess the the biggest problem with COVID is the speed at which it can spread. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess, you know, when people saw that, people got comfortable. And, you know, I think people are tired of it. Mm-hmm. You know, people are tired of not living the life that they once knew. Mm-hmm. But um, I think that's the most difficult thing of you know, trying to continue my business is that everybody's not on the same page with this. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, we have to get on the same page. And I think, you know, everybody sees it. If you, if you go out the house, you see it, right. You have those that are anti-mask. You have those that are kind of placating, like, you know, I'm going to wear a mask, but I'm just going to kind of have it on my face. I'm not going (laughs) to cover my face with it. You know, I'm the, I'm the person that's just like, I'm going to take my mask off and I dare you to say something to me. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, so I think we have all these different, um, philosophies, on what COVID is and how we should be responding to it. And, you know, that, I think that comes from the top down, right? Because mm-hmm. we were all sure. receiving all kinds of information. You yeah. can't get it. I mean, I remember you telling me, um, you know, that people need to stop holding their head over steam. Yeah. <laughs> it's really not good for you. Yeah. But people were doing like people were, you know, making up their own remedies yeah. because, the information was coming back. It was so spotty and, you know, we really couldn't trust it. We didn't know what to trust. So I think in this um, post COVID environment, it's going to take us all a while to get used to what the new normal is going to be and adjust and for people to kind of get used to, all right, these people are social distancing. So even if I'm not, I have to treat them like this, Mm -hmm. you know? So, I guess that's the the hardest part um, for me, um, you know, and simply having to make more arrangements to shoot, you know, not having the studio, um, considering shooting in places where there may not be a lot of people where we can maintain six feet. That whole thing is Mm -hmm. is a bit difficult and it's taken me a minute to figure out. Um, the other thing is kind of figuring out what people are going to want as far as photography. I do see a lot of people, um, requesting photographers for the same thing, but like people are asking people to come and shoot parties and I'm not, (laughs) I'm not coming to your party. Like, I'm just not like that part of my business, I think has been suspended until, you know. I see numbers that I'm comfortable with Mm -hmm. and I, you know, where it's just like, all right, the likely it's far more likely that I'll be okay than 
to catch it, then I'll I'll start to um, move accordingly. How many but people I, are you comfortable shooting at the same time? Um, for me, it depends on the amount of space, mm-hmm. right? So, um, and and that's the reason I think here in New York and New Jersey is you know the government the governor was saying that a lot of the new cases are because people are having these big parties, yes, mm-hmm. you know, and we have a beach too, and there's a lot of um party boats so a lot of people are going out on boats and they're crowding these boats because it's a way to you can't it's a way to be outside but still party so they're like packing these boats so mm-hmm. it's it's those sort of things so i'm comfortable you know as long as there's space right mm-hmm. so um like we went to for example we went to ikea over the weekend but it took us 40 minutes to get inside due to social distancing Mm -hmm. they have to um you know they hold the line yeah and they're only allowing a certain amount of people in the store and they have to kind of you know i guess they got it down to a system where they can judge how fast people are moving through the store Mm -hmm. and how many people are in the store so they're constantly counting but you know we stood online for 40 minutes is this something you had to you you wanted to see something or you were actually buying something we were actually needed to buy some stuff. Oh, okay. Because I would just, I store. would just have it shipped to my house. <laughs> yeah. Um. We, you know, we had to kind of, you know, it's, you know, you kind of know what you want, but you yeah. need to see it, right, that right. sort of thing. So, yeah. um, and then one of the things that we needed was, um, so small that the shipping would have been oh, more yeah. than, that is, yeah, um, that's the one thing about the price IKEA. Of the object. Like yeah. their stuff is cheap to buy, but their shipping is not. Yeah. Because I think the shipping starts at forty nine dollars yeah, and the thing we so. you know we just needed like a thirty dollar part for a bed. Right, right. So it didn't make sense. So it's like, all right, we'll wait the forty minutes. But you know, again, you you see what's it, it gives you a good view into how society is moving as far as the COVID. Like you have some people that just kind of they have markings on the ground. This is six feet people are maintaining six feet you have those people that still want to stand on your back (laughs) (laughs) you know so you you have the whole gambit and you know doing a business it's tough Mm -hmm. right because you're dealing with different clients and it's like all right these people have booked they paid the deposit but now you show up and these people have no you know they they have no intention of social distancing (laughs) right they're living life you know like it used to be Mm mm-hmm you know, so I think, um, you know, and and I think it's just going to take some time. You know, I think it's going to take some time. My my philosophy is like 2020 is just a bad vacation. I'm waiting to get yeah, back oh, from. Geez. I don't want <laughs> <You> know, vacation. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, you know, it's just like I booked a bad vacation. Mm-hmm. Like all the reviews were long. I got I got duped <laughs> and now I'm here yeah. and I just got to wait for it to to ride out. And hopefully it's not like an extended vacation and goes into, you know, the next Overtime. year. Yeah. But, um, you know, cause we've decided, um, like I'm not sending my son back to school. Same here. Um, they, um, you know, New Jersey offered, um, an online option for all students. Good. So you can choose to let your kid go or they have an online option. You just have to opt in, mm-hmm. um, to what you want to do. Um, my daughter's college is 100% online. Like they're not going back to college, you know, they're not going back to classes. Um, And I think it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, it sucks. But do you want to get something that, you know, may affect you later? Do you want to get something that you or cause somebody else to die from? 
I think it's just you suck it up and be safe. Yeah. You know, I think you just kind of accept that. All right, these things are going to be different, and we just have to figure out how to move in the new environment. And I think that's the biggest thing. And that's what I'm trying to figure out. It's not an easy answer. And I think it's difficult for everybody, even based on your location. Yeah. Right. Because I know like now you guys are down in Florida. It's a hot spot. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's always you a know? hot spot, man. And every, on, every, <laughs> on every level. <laughs> right. But, you know, you guys were chilling for a long time. Like you guys weren't like locked down. They weren't quarantining. Because then, it's Florida, man. You know how they always know? say to Florida, man. It's yes. always some Florida man in the in the news because Florida, <laughs> it's, ju- it's just Florida. That's just how they do. Yeah. So I think we, um, you know, we just have to figure out. All right, you know, how is this going to um, affect? And like my wife was saying to me, she was like, you know, you may need to figure out how you're going to do your business. Mm-hmm. You know, what are people going to need? Like, are people really going to need? Um, you know, are still going to need headshots. Are they mm-hmm. going to need? You know, are they just going to be doing like smaller outdoor weddings now? Like what's going to be the new normal for you know, a lot of things? I, I kind of welcome that smaller outdoor weddings that feel more artisanal, right? Right. Yeah. I mean, that that could be exciting to shoot. Yeah. And I, I mean, from my standpoint, it's less stressful, right? Yeah. You know, when you have, you know, wedding parties now, standard wedding party is, you know, bridegroom, best man, maid of honor. Like, I'll love that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I don't need the, I don't need the, you know, 20 or 30 person party, you know, little kids and all <laughs> that stuff. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's just figuring out, um, you know, what's going to be the best option and what's going to be needed. And I think we were speaking before I, um, you know, I was going to buy some more gear to be mobile, but I'm like, you know what, let me just take a pause and see where things are going. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm, not sure um how things are gonna go and judging i usually judge by what like the bigger guys are doing Mm -hmm. and it seems like you know all the universities all the bigger companies are gearing up and preparing for some kind of second wave Mm -hmm. you know so i'm like okay if there's gonna be a second wave then i need to prepare for it too Mm -hmm. right so i don't want to delve too deep into um committing to like spending more money on gear um to be mobile and not be able to be mobile so what i did instead is um kind of with with what i can control i just um converted my basement into a small studio um where i could maintain like my product photography side of my business you know so i have area to work and you know that sort of thing i think will be sustainable because you know a lot of companies will be going 100 percent online so they'll need good pictures of their products to sell online like you know so mm-hmm. um e-commerce has boomed in this you know in this economy yeah and during the pandemic you know um just because you know people weren't going outside if you can order it and it could ship right to your house beautiful mm-hmm. but i think people will still need um pictures and i think because people are companies are leaving the um brick and mortar type of setup they'll have room in their budgets for um photography right right so especially those um you know because some of these amazon companies have you know 1500 SKUs. you know (laughs) it's like 1500 SKUs or you know 3000 SKUs. they have like warehouses full of stuff that they they need to 
have pictures of and sell. So, you know, uh, the the sad part in all of this, I think, is that we're going to see less options, mm-hmm. you know, because the mom and pop is going to suffer. Yeah. Right. You know, I um I like went to B&H to pick up some stuff because, you know, I, I also feel like mentally we need to get out the house. Mm-hmm. You know, so BNH has it where you can um, buy online, pick up at the store, but you know they didn't seem to be hurting. <laughs> you know, and I went in there; there was still I still had to wait online. I still had, and I was just picking up. There was still a line, and this was on a Sunday. You know, a Sunday still on, yeah Sunday. Well, they're not open Saturday, Saturday so right? Sunday, Sabbath, yeah, yeah. So they this is um, on a Sunday, mm-hmm. and they were, um, you know, it was popping in there. You know. Nice. I, call, I actually I called them yesterday. <laughs> Trust me, oh, it's popping. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, they, um, so, but, you know, in comparison, um, I have um, Unique Photo, which is my local mm-hmm. photography store. And I don't know how well they're doing because a lot of their stuff was people coming into the store, doing classes, mm-hmm. a lot of events at the store, I think really brought them a lot of business and made them you know, a little hub in New Jersey, mm-hmm. which when you can't do that type of stuff, it's like, I know they've been trying to do some virtual stuff, but it's not the same, Yeah, you know? So I would hate to see a store like that go out of business mm-hmm. because, you know, it's, it's 15, 20 minutes from my house. Yeah. And that's a lot of people's local photography place. And they do rentals and a lot of people rent from there. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, a lot of people were, doing their classes and those sort of things. So, you know, just trying to figure out, um, you know, watching other businesses, trying to learn what I should be doing in my own business, you know, but I think it's definitely, um, you have to be able to pivot, you know, and you can't be a, you know, you can't be like the one trick pony and set in your ways Mm -hmm. in this environment. Like you have to be flexible. Yeah. You know, so um, but it's been good to um, have the downtime. You know, I think when you're um, I just think when you're going, 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 you Mm -hmm. miss a lot of things. Right. You don't you don't recognize a lot of things. And, you know, like we were talking before, let's be able to go back and look at your work and see what you like and what you didn't like and what you should be doing more of. And um, the other thing is. it, it does gives you a time from a business standpoint to look at your business and see it is it really set up well you know like you know in like 2008 when that recession hit you know everybody was like okay i'm going to recession proof my business but nobody thought to pandemic proof yeah. <laughs> their business right like right. you know so i think um the other thing that it's going to happen that I'm trying to be mindful of is like right now they're giving everybody that um, extra $600 for unemployment. Mm-hmm. But I think it wasn't, um, it wasn't voted back in. So it's going to stop. Mm-hmm. So um, unless they, you know, ratify it, I think we're done with that. And see a lot of people are doing very well on unemployment right now because <laughs> some people are making more than they were making working. Oh, wow. But, what's going to happen is as time is going on, there's more people going on unemployment. I know in New Jersey, people are having a hard time filing their unemployment. Like they're overwhelmed. I think, they, I think that's done on purpose. <laughs> the system. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think, um, I think I got lucky. Um, I did it early. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is the first time that, um, 
independent contractors and get workers and self-employed people can get unemployment. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, it was something I did early, but um, it's, you know, it's saddening to hear that people are having such problems to the point where they go online and they try to claim the benefits and they just can't. <laughs> like the so site just isn't working. Yeah. yeah. So, but again, even with the gig workers and those type of things, like unemployment is going to stop. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a band aid on a problem. So I don't know, um, you know, and it's a lot of things that are going to like fade out. Right. Cause mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if anybody's going back to the movies, you know, yeah. what happens to, what happens to all that real estate and all yeah. those people that work for AMC, like, yeah. they're not going back to work You're right. you know um you know and it's just like i i think they open like amusement parks and those sort of things but you know i don't know how many people are going and it's just a trickle down effect right mm-hmm. it's just yeah. like you know nobody's in i went to new york city nobody's out there right mm-hmm. there's so all those people that have the street vendors yeah. They're not vending. Right. So the guy that's had his, the you know, the coffee cart and hot dog guy and the pretzel guy, like all those guys aren't working. Yes. You know, so everybody's working from home and nobody's there eating lunch. Right. So all those restaurants, it's like if you're not doing massive amounts of takeout, you're going to have to close, you know. So it's just a trickle down effect of, you know, and that's just from people having to work from home. So, you know, one bus company is is closing here really like uh yeah i forgot how many years old this company has been around forever but they have to close because not enough people are riding the bus yeah is it so it's not like, it's not a public thing um it's a private company oh, okay so um new jersey transit is still operating oh, okay um but it was another one that was actually um it's a decamp bus company and they provided service for a lot of people that commuted from new jersey to new york mm. as an option it was cheaper and it's more convenient for a lot of people because they went places that uh, New Jersey Transit didn't go. But um, yeah, they're gonna they're shutting down. You know, it's like <laughs> so, so. Everyone is yeah, making adjustments. Yeah, we, it's we like, certainly must follow. Yeah, I think we we just need to um, we got to figure it out. You know, it's it's a hard pivot, and I think you got to make some hard decisions like. You know, closing my studio was a hard decision. Mm-hmm. Like I went back and forth on it, but um, I don't know if um, holding on to it in the long run, the way things are looking, if it would have been good. I think it was a you good know, move to to let it go. I mean, if if let's say you know five years from now, you could re you know reevaluate if things are different and and decide if yes or no, or or maybe you learn something within these next couple of years about being a mobile photographer about being everywhere you know about mm-hmm. like like you said you can rent spaces you know about renting the spaces that you that you you know build up your portfolio of places that you know that, that are well you know um well to shoot in yeah and the other thing is that there's gonna unfortunately there's gonna be a lot more empty real estate soon yeah that too because um you know a lot of businesses have realized like oh, people really can work from home and we don't need to all be in an office and we don't have to pay these astronomical rents to be, you know, in a major city. Right. So that people work from home and, you know, we can cut all those costs. So there's going to be a lot of empty spaces um, soon because Mm -hmm. they're not going to be needed. Um, So, 
you know, it'll be a lot more options for studio space, um, office spaces. And I think the rents hopefully will be a lot lower. Yeah. You know, so, yeah, it's it's a, it's a weird um, trickle down effect to that this virus is having on, you know, everything, mm-hmm. every industry. I'm just hoping that um, it doesn't affect the like camera industry too hard, you know, because I think. Um, these companies are always in, it seems like camera companies are always in danger of either like Sony, like, you know, oh, they're getting rid of their camera department or like Canon or Nikon. Mm-hmm. I mean, look know, at just, Olympus. Uh, Olympus just sold off their camera division. Yeah. It's like, because I think, you know, the, the camera industry, photography industry over the past 10 years or so has been flat. Mm-hmm. You know, it hasn't gone up. It hasn't gone down. So it's just people cycling through. So it's kind of like sustaining itself, mm-hmm. you know. So but when you have things like this that affect it and a few people drop out, it greatly affects the whole industry. Yeah. You know, so I I don't know if, um, you know, I'm hoping that, you know, we're not like paying, you know, $5,000 for a camera because, you know, they're not making that many anymore. Yeah, and it's more of a, um, yeah, it, it becomes more of a, um, a niche like a market, you know? Thing, yeah. yeah. And everything becomes like, like, a right. Oh, gosh, it's just like nope. Sony is, is putting out like one or two cameras and that's it, you <laughs> know? And, you know, so I'm hoping that, um, you know, we can maintain it and, you know, younger kids are getting into it and all the generations are staying with it because, you know, I, I, I'm leery about things like the film camera industry too because mm-hmm. it becomes expensive and if people have less money because now they're went from a dual home income to a single home income, mm-hmm. now I can't shoot film. So now less people are buying film, film goes up to the price of Polaroid. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And we're paying, you know, you're paying like 20 something bucks for a roll of film and you're like, <laughs> you can't shoot, you know? So I don't know if I should go buy a deep freezer and <laughs> invest, <laughs> you know, because I think had we thought like we laugh, but you know, look at the, you know, the Polaroid Pillar yeah, Park film, yeah, trust me. you know, I mean, it's gone from something that was like, Nine eight dollars, nine dollars. I used to buy so much of it, eight fifty. Yeah, and you know now it's seventy bucks. Yeah, if you can find it. Yeah, (laughs) I got a few. I should sell it, but I I can't. I just can't. Yeah, I remember. I remember. I gave. I got some from. I was like, I'm not going to use this. I know. I was shocked. (laughs) I was like, what? I was like, but yeah, but at the time you could still just go buy it if you need it. You know, it was something that, oh, you know, I'm not going to shoot this. So here, <laughs> you know, it's like, but I think, um, you know, when it was so easy to get, but I, I see that with film. I mean, this year it only creeped up, you know, a few cents. Mm-hmm. I think Kodak went up a lot more. I think Kodak went up at like a dollar or so. Kodak. They, 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 the Kodak has been known to do that. That's, you know, there are people who used to boycott Kodak just because of that. They'd go shoot, yeah. uh, you know, Ilford instead. Because Ilford was <laughs> never as aggressive, except for some of their stock. But for the general stock, not, not so aggressive. Yeah, but I, I think it, it starts to take a lot of people out of um, yeah. who's able to do this. That's right? true. 
And then and then and eventually it's a chicken and egg thing, right? Then the price keeps going mm-hmm. up because they don't have enough people. It's like, well, they don't have enough people because the price is going up. It's like a cycle that will just keep perpetuating itself. And then before you know it, it's like, well, we can't maintain these machines who may, that make this film, so we're going to discontinue it. <laughs> yeah. So it's I'm I'm leery with that. I'm leery with um you know I'm watching the price of um film cameras mm-hmm. creep up um like. Some are getting really high from mm-hmm. the time. Like, I think when we met, I just started shooting film, mm-hmm. you know, and from the time that time was that like four years now, five years, mm-hmm. the the price of things have realistic, like some of the stuff has doubled. Yeah. More than double. You know? I mean, cause more that, than double. Yeah. Because yeah. like M6 at the time, you could, you could still pick up a like an M6 for under, sometimes even under $800. Yeah. Yeah easy yeah you know and now they're like twenty three hundred dollars yeah. you know it's like wow this is crazy yeah. you know and it's you know it's supply and demand and i think it's the mystique of having one mm-hmm. you know but there's but you're gonna start seeing that across the board um but at the same time it's kind of like if you don't have one and you're buying <laughs> one now um don't buy it with the intention of thinking you're going to sell it right. later on for yeah. what you bought it for. Cause I don't know if, you know, that market will sustain itself at the level it's like, yeah. you know, that it's at, um, it's a bad if you get, that's what you're thinking. yeah. Um, that's why I'm really trying to teach myself to repair these things. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's the other thing because yeah. you know, we're, we're the people who are repairing, film cameras and just cameras and camera repair in general, if you're not going to the manufacturer, there's not that many, Mm-mm. you know, it's slim pickings and people are getting older mm-hmm. and I don't know if they're necessarily training um, people like, you know, back in the day, if there, when there was a lot of film cameras, it's like, all right, one guy would train 20 mm-hmm. and then you have 20 repair guys in the area and, you know, that could work on the cameras. But yeah, I don't know. It's like you ask about getting a camera repaired, they refer you to like one or two people. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> you know, so I think um being able to do it on your own or, you know, for me it's just like being able to save some of these cameras, you know, for people to be able to shoot and even if I'm just, you know, like I bought um I was sending you the pictures. I bought the Yashica mat for twenty five dollars. Mm-hmm. It's an awful shape, you know. I bought another one for parts for twenty five dollars. So I'm like fifty dollars invested in it, but I have a great camera yeah. at this point. The Frankie you know? mat. <laughs> yeah. So it's like I can, uh, you know, I have a great camera. I can shoot it, and you know, I wouldn't feel that bad like passing it on, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It's just like, oh, you know, if I like, I passed on some of the SLRs and stuff that I fixed to younger photographers, and they're like, you know, they're happy, mm-hmm. you know, and they'll keep shooting, and hopefully that'll help keep the, um, the market. you know, the culture going yeah. and the market going and that sort of thing. But it's expensive for them to shoot, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. It's like, you know, if you you buy a roll of film five dollars. I think the cheapest, if you develop and scan, it's like eleven, twelve dollars. Mm-hmm. Sometimes like sixteen dollars. So you're you're twenty dollars a roll. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. You know, it's twenty dollars a roll. So it's like you know, like a high school kid. Like you need a job to shoot film. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's not something that you know you can just use like allowance money and maintain. It's it's. Um, yeah, it's rough. It, it, yeah, that's for sure. It's rough. 
but you know in COVID doesn't make it even any easier right because right. you can't get out and practice and do all those other things so i think we just need you know like i think the communication between photographers and um of all genres and all walks of life needs to be open and i think we need to share with each other and what we're going through and what we're dealing with and i think that's gonna um make the difference i agree you know if us sustaining this you know i think it's an open dialogue and people being honest and people not feeling like you know you they're the only ones going through this yeah. like you know it's a it's a you know I'm honest professional photographer it's a struggle right now yeah you know but um i think together um we can figure it out and it may take you know more collaboration which is you know mm -hmm. weird and rare <laughs> for photographers for some reason mm -hmm. um but i think that's what it may take so mm -hmm. i think we need to um you know work together um share knowledge share information and you know ride this out but i think it'd be easier to ride it out you know together as a community yeah i agree that is true yeah so how, how many shoots have you already had any actually uh product photography setups in your in your new space well i was working on the space and i was i would say i was about 80 finished and then i lost power for about a week <laughs> so what was that i don't even remember that i didn't even know like the hurricane was coming and by the time it got to us it was just a tropical storm but it caused as much i think sandy was 1.7 million mm -hmm. lost power i think this storm caused 1.4 mm. so it like the devastation that it caused and i and i swear it hit us for maybe three hours maybe mm. it passed through maybe <laughs> the winds for a week without anything yeah and i think you know maybe the strong winds may have been like 30 minutes to an hour but it caused so much devastation it moved through very quickly mm -hmm. but it caused so many down trees so many power lines down oh, that wow. it took them um yeah it took them a while it took them we lost power on tuesday and we got power back uh sunday mm, nice yeah That's so uh, it's, really <laughs> yeah so Amazing. all that to say i'm a little behind schedule mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, because you know getting the wi-fi back on for the kids was the most important thing <laughs> to to have back on yeah. you know they weren't even worried about the refrigerator they were just like the wi-fi needs to be working <laughs> yeah as long as you can get that hooked up good but yeah so um yeah i'm looking forward to um working in this space and learning how to use it mm -hmm. um and also you know expanding um inventoring outdoors and shooting mm -hmm. um the outdoor shoots that i've done i've learned a lot you know just in those small you know short amount of time mm -hmm. um that i've been having to do it because you know i really have been a studio photographer for all for many years mm -hmm. so outdoors really wasn't um my thing you know so learning to work in learning to control the environment that you're in is a lot different mm -hmm. you know than being in a controlled environment yeah i agree you know yeah. so um you know it, it's an adventure um 
I find that you need assistance more mm -hmm. um, to achieve a lot of the same thing. You definitely need a little bit of help. Mm -hmm. So doing that, um, you know, making sure that I can roll with an assistant or two is a difference because there's a lot of things. Like if I do headshots, like indoors, I don't need an assistant, like just set it up and, you know, mm -hmm. but outdoors is so many different elements to, to deal with. Yeah. You know, even if it's just somebody waving people out of the background yeah, yeah. or making people walk around you, like those little things totally transform your shoot and your, you know, your overall images. True. You know, I just can't get used to the heat. <laughs> it, it, <laughs> it is it something else. <laughs> it beats me up yeah. man. I'm like, I'm going through like, I. it's funny, like I leave and I have like a bag of towels. Yeah. Like I'm like, just like. You know, sweating and yeah. You know, I was shooting awful. at the beach th this weekend. Trust me, it, it it is it it actually it's like a mental exercise, man. Like you have to battle the heat, how the sweat feels dripping down your body, and then shooting someone and making sure that you, you give them the best angles and uh, and you know direction. But man, yeah, we're not going to get into the bugs. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> the bugs, yeah, the bugs. But yeah, so I think um, you know, it's. It's just a learning experience. And I, I, this, um, you know, if people want my advice, my advice would be like, just take your time, mm -hmm. you know, figure it out. Um, if people have worked through worse than this, you know, I mean, people have come out of, you know, war torn countries and devastation and maintain their businesses or built them back up. Yeah. So, you know, and they're, they're not all geniuses. They just <laughs> figured it out, right? you know? And I think, you know, it can get figured out. I think it take a little bit of patience. It's going to take a lot of hard work, but I think, you know, it can be figured out. And I don't think photography is dead. I agree. Um, it's been around for, you know, the hundreds of years. It's, you know, it'll mutate, but it's it been won't around. Die. It'll mutate, right? It'll be like, you know, when people were switching from film to digital, mm -hmm. like it changed, exactly. right? It changed the game. Like it totally changed the game. Yep. Photographers used to, you know, have way more control and it took a certain amount of money to even get into the game. And then digital came around and it leveled the playing fields on a lot of levels. Mm -hmm. And, you know, those who couldn't pivot faded, yep. you know, but those who pivoted were like, okay, let me, um, let me see what this digital is about and how I can maintain in mm -hmm. it, you know? And I think that's the thing. Like we can't cry about how it used to be. We just have to look, for ways that we can work in how it's going to be and how it is eventually mm -hmm. and and find ways to help shape it like you know collaborating with other people figuring out how we can you know move around our up the obstacles that we all are facing yeah i think um you know not operating from this mindset of scarcity and competition in that you know, you need to be the only photographer in your area or those sort of things. And I think competition is great. It, um, you know, it spawns creativity and it pushes people. But I don't think we need to compete to the point where um, it's hurting each other. Right. Agreed. You know, where, um, you know, we can help build each other up and make this thing sustainable. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's like it. it like I always say, like I would rather make two hundred and split it with you mm -hmm. than make a hundred by myself. I agree. Right? Like we can make the same money because we can 
we can sustain that right. together, right. right? We can sustain that $200 together, whereas that $100 may come and that may be it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, well, pooling resources and you see bigger companies do it all the time. Mm-hmm. You see all these collaborations among these big companies. Yeah. Because they know working together, they're going to get further. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So. True. I think that's what it is. All but right. what do I know? Yeah, man. Well, oh, man. hopefully uh, we won't have such a big break in between this and the next episode. <laughs> yes. Um, two power outages. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Um, so we ra- we'll wrap her up. Yeah. Yeah. You can find me anywhere um at Devon Warren photo that's d-e-v-o-n-w-a-r-r-e-n-f-o-t-o cool and i'm a cw daily everywhere uh that's also the website so uh hit us up you know we're we're open and uh if you have any topics you'd like to hear us tackle you you could send us that in the dms as well we 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 actually we welcome that yeah we actually read them yes for sure (laughs) Cool. Well, you'll hear us in the next episode. Ciao. Yes. Ciao.